0: Good morning, good morning once again. I greet every one of you that is on the line this morning. You know, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice, and we're going to be glad of it, right? Can all of you say amen to that? Praise the Lord. This prayer call is a wonderful way to start a brand new day, and it is a wonderful way to join and come together with each other. So let us ask the Father for his presence to fill each heart and home this morning. Father, we are grateful for the fact that you woke us up today to declare Jesus as our eternal King and Lord. You know, last night in our uh, Wednesday evening service, If you were online with us, one of the worship songs said, In the morning, I will say, you are good. And at the end of the day, can you still say, you are good to me? Think about that. So are you able to say that at the end of each day? God, you are good to me. We're living in troubled and difficult times. But you know, with God, all things are possible. That he's going to make a way where there seems to be none. You know, in service last night, Bishop made a statement. He said, loss and lack is an indication the enemy has entered your life. Wow. Loss and lack is an indication the enemy has entered your life. See, it is the Word of God that will make you prosperous. So you want to know how to be prosperous, you've got to get in the Word of God. You've got to know what the Word says. You've got to meditate on the Word of God. You have to eat the Word of God. So it's vital, it's necessary that we meditate on God's Word. God has promised throughout His Word to show us great and mighty things to come. Amen? So, amen. I would like to uh, introduce the team that is with us this morning. I want you to know who we are. My name is Heather Dawson. I'm an elder at New Destiny Church. And as I said at the top of of the call, that I'm delighted to be with you once again. And I want to welcome the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, for they are with us on the line this morning. I welcome every pastor, every guest, every prayer warrior, all the intercessors, and our New Destiny family. I have with me also Minister Rodney Blanchard and Minister Michael Lumpkin. This is who makes up the team for this morning. Hallelujah. So I greet you, Minister Rodney. How are you doing this morning?
1: Well, good morning, Elder Heather. Good morning to everyone on the line. Good morning to our bishop and pastor agent. Just good morning to everyone. It's just good to be in the land of the living.
0: Amen. Yes. To be in the land of the living. Yes, indeed. And we have Minister Michael Lumpkin. How are you this morning?
2: I am doing blessed, Elder. I thank God for the opportunity. Prayer is vital to our walk with God.
0: Amen. You're right. You said it is vital. You know, I was listening to the worship song this morning as we were waiting for the call to begin and one of the songs was i give myself away to you i belong i pray that is on the heart of each and every one of you this morning that you give yourself away and that to him you belong and the other song was glory to the lamb glory to the lamb for he is alpha and omega forever Give all glory to the Lamb. And that's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to give all glory to the Lamb. Hallelujah. And I know that Bishop is on the line also. So I want to say good morning to greet him and Pastor Adrian. How are you this morning, Bishop?
2: Well, good morning to everyone on the line. We're absolutely wonderful. Uh, Looking forward to the time of devotion, the time of prayer this morning. So, God bless everyone, and let's continue to be mindful that men should always pray and faint not.
0: Amen. Amen. To always pray and faint not. You know, prayer keeps you connected. Prayer keeps you connected to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit. Prayer is vital. And in a little bit, you know, Minister uh, Lumpkin will come and he will pray. But this is the time of devotion. This is the time when we are going to have a word spoken to us through Minister Rodney. So I ask, Father, at this moment in time that you would bless Minister Rodney as he comes to deliver a word to us, Lord, and I pray for each and every one that is on the line this morning that, Father, no matter where they are, what their situation is, that, Lord, they will have faith and trust to believe that all things are possible and that you make a way where there seems to be none, that, Lord, you will open up doors of opportunity, Father, that Lord, you will show them, Father, what you have prepared for them, that you have not left them undone, that you have not forsaken them, but, Lord, you have made provision, and that, Lord, the Holy Spirit will guide them and lead them into what you have for them. Let them not grow weary, Father, in the well-doing of everything. That, Lord, if there is a job that is needed, Father, that job is waiting for them, Lord. Father, if they are are, um, um, having difficulty, Father, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, Lord, where the enemy is just bombarding them, Lord, I pray that you will touch them during this time. That they will be encouraged, Father, to press on, to go up in you, Father. And that, Lord, everything that is said and done this morning will bring hope and faith to the one that is teetering, to the one that is suffering, to the one, Father, that wonders what tomorrow holds. But your word says that you hold tomorrow. So, Father, as uh, Minister Rodney comes now to bring a word, open up every heart, open up mm-hmm. every heart to hear what is said today, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Minister Rodney.
1: Good morning again, Elder Heather. Good to hear your voice, Bishop. Uh, Pastor Adrian, to Pastor Adrian, to the First Family, and to everyone on the prayer call, Um I do deem this an honor as well as a privilege to bring the devotion this morning. Our scripture reference is found in 1 John chapter 5. Um starts with verse 4, but uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to add verse 5 just to help um, press, press the, the, the claim this morning. Uh, the Word of God says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Uh, This morning's subject uh, is, we achieve victory through our faith. We achieve victory through our faith. Um with all the negativity that we hear and we see and we listen to on the mainstream media, on TV, on social media, on the radio, even while talking or texting on the phone, I don't know about you, but I feel like all this negativity is trying to overshadow me or overshadow us from believing that we can still live a victorious life, even in the midst of a pandemic. And after much um, meditation and much prayer and asking God, what can I do to encourage the people of God, it was revealed to me that I need to inform every person on this call that despite what you are hearing, despite what you are seeing, despite being overwhelmed uh, with all the negativity. I want to serve an eviction notice on every demonic force that is trying to terrorize us and convince us that we can't be prosperous and we can't live a victorious life, even in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, you know what the Word of God says, and even in uh, John, John, third, uh, uh, third John, chapter one, verse two, it says, "Beloved." I pray that you may prosper in all things and be healthy even as your soul prospers. John does a parallel comparison pointing out that God desires us to prosper in every area of our lives. He didn't give a time. He didn't give a date in every area of our lives, our finances, our relationships, on our jobs, our health, just as our soul prospers. God wants you to know that your natural life is important to him as your spiritual life. He wants you to be victorious in every area of your life. The problem is the enemy wants to drown out, muffle, and overshadow and overwhelm us with negativity so much, watch this, that we focus more on the enemy agenda for our lives and not God's will for our lives. And this is why I love the Apostle John, who is credited for writing these epistles. Now, John is up in age now, and he encourages the believer to continue to follow uh, the Lord more closely and to stand firm in their beliefs during trying times. He was writing these epistles to the church, to the body of believers. And let us be honest, every now and then, The church needs to be encouraged. Our belief systems need to be refilled. Our hope needs to be reinforced and and safely secured during times like this. And most of all, John reminds the believer that it is the will of God, uh, through your faith in God, that you will continue, I say continue, to be prosperous and continue to go up. When the world is seemingly going down, Um, Michelle Obama said, "You should never view your challenges as a disadvantage. Instead, it's important for you to understand that your experience facing and overcome adversity is actually one of your biggest advantages." If you notice in First John chapter five, verses four through five, the Apostle John's favorite description of believers. In, in those two verses, is one that overcomes. Overcome in the Greek is Nikao. It, de, it denotes that we are in a battle, we are in a fight, we are in a war. But here's the good news: you are not going to come out on the losing side because it literally means to conquer, to prevail, to have success, to have uh, to have victory. And to be victorious. Uh, here's an interesting fact. Some of you listening, uh, you, are, you might be tennis shoe fanatics. You might wear Puma, Adidas, New Balance. Uh, and you might wear Nike. I like Nike. But the word Nike is derived from the same Greek word, nikayo, which is to be victorious. Uh, by the way, Nike is the number one uh, uh company that sells annually $24.2 billion. You say, why did I mention that? Well, the CEO of Nike said he's going to speak victory over his investment. And that's a word for somebody this morning. You will not be defeated. I say that again. You will not be defeated. You will not come out of this pandemic defeated. You will not be defeated by a doctor's report or a slight bump in your finances. Your marriage will not be defeated. Your relationships will not be defeated. In fact, I declare this morning that you will be victorious and you are a overcomer. The Apostle John reminds us that we must overcome the ways of the world with our faith. Look what 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 says. For everyone born of God, he's speaking to the believer, everyone that is born again overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Uh, the word war, uh, world there is, is cosmo. It, it implies the world system, the cares, the labor, the struggles of life that we face. The world that we live in, but it also refers to where Satan resides and where his evil is manifested. And Satan has three demonic devices that he uses to distract us from victory as we battle with him on the earth realm. If you, if you, uh, First John chapter two, verse sixteen, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. Um, Professional teams such as the NBA, the NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, watch this. They watch hours of videotape of their opponent. They know the plays that the team will use in the game. They study their opponents' go-to moves and how they attack and how they defend and how uh, and they come into the game well prepared for their opponent so so that they can win the game. And my question to you this morning is, are you prepared to battle the enemy? Have you studied the word of God to prepare you for his attacks? It is vitally important that you be mindful of these attempts by the enemy to cause you to get distracted and ultimately cause you to fail in life. But I declare by the faith that we have in our Lord and our Savior that the enemy will not cause us to be entangled in a web of sin. Why? Because you are an overcomer. Look what the word of God says in Psalms 119 and 110. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not strayed from your precepts. And Mother Heather said it. We must focus on God's promise and the word of God, and we must focus on his promises and not our problems. There are three ways we can achieve victory through our faith. The first way uh, we can achieve victory through our faith is always think victorious. Always think victorious. And I don't know about you, but remove me from an environment where people have nothing positive to say. Have always have negative words and negative thoughts. I like to be around people who at least are optimistic, people who have a winning mindset that love to laugh and give hope in hopeless situations. And some people enter into a battle already defeated. And you can live in doom or gloom, and you can live in faith or hope. <clears throat> As a body of believers, let's live in faith and let's live in hope, and let us think in victory and not defeat. Psalms 98 and 1 says, For he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm will give you victory. The second way, if you want to achieve victory through your faith, is don't focus on your circumstances. Watch this. With all that is going on, it is easy to lose focus on what can hurt you more than what can help you. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water while he was focused on Christ and not the storm. But once his attention shifted, he began to sink. There was a lame man at the pool of Bethesda who was laying there for 38 years focusing on his situation. Watch this. Jesus walks up to him and asks him, does he want to be healed? And the man did not even see his victory. He only saw his circumstances and says, I have no man to put me in the water. I know storms come heavy and out of nowhere. But if you want to achieve a victory through your faith, don't focus on the circumstances, but have faith to focus on your victory. And last but not least, if you want to achieve victory through your faith, do not ever accept defeat. Don't ever accept defeat. When you stop praying and when you stop praising and and, uh, giving God your devotion, uh, you are headed for defeat. When you stop reading your word, you are headed for defeat. Uh, You know as Christians, we are not exempt from problems heartaches and pains. And and, and look, giving in and giving up is never an option. Jesus said that we would have trials and tribulations. Job 14 and 1 said, a man born of his mother a few days is full of trouble. But James said, count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. Paul said, to rejoice in hope be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Jesus is our champion, our refuge, our strong tower, our shelter. He is the God of hope, and do not ever accept defeat in any area of your life. In my conclusion, there remains for us only two outcomes, either the world will overcome us and we will surrender to it, or we must overcome the world and make it submit to us. May I suggest to you this morning that we overcome the world and we will make the world submit to us. It may be a tough battle, but you can achieve victory through your faith. Let us pray. Father, we honor you, we bless you, we thank you, we magnify you, we give you honor, we give you glory, and we give you praise. Praise. Father, I pray for every person on this line whose faith is slowly diminishing, for every person who is getting weary and tired and who is struggling in the area of their faith. Father, I pray for those who are losing a victorious mindset. And I ask, Father, that they begin to be restored, renewed, replenished, refreshed, even as I pray right now. And, Father, as I said in my devotion, I pray that they don't let the current situations overwhelm them to the point that they feel like giving up. Father, I pray that we won't take our eyes off you. And I pray that we will not fall, but we will stay focused on you. Father, I pray that we will have victorious thoughts. Father, I pray that we will not accept defeat. And I boldly declare, John 16 and 33, that in you we will have peace in the midst of tribulation, and we will be of good cheer because you have overcome the world. And I say all this in the mighty, majestic name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen.
0: And amen. Whoa, you just served us the breakfast of champions. What a great way to start the day. Mr. Rodney, that was wonderful. And I believe that if anyone who was on the line came on a little discouraged, greatly discouraged, that they were uplifted this morning by that powerful word, "Thank you for that." I loved when you said, "Serve in an eviction notice on the enemy." And you know, um, you mentioned that we need to study, you know the enemy and how he operates, But we also need to understand that Satan observes us. He watches us. He looks to see for an opportunity. In a way to come at us, to attack us. So, praise God. We need to speak victory over our situations, no matter what it is. Um, I know even last night as I was turning in, I called out many names and spoke over them. And you know, that's what we're to do: speak life, speak life and protection over everyone. Praise the Lord. I would like to just go on and on with this. This was so rich this morning. But at this time, I'm going to ask Minister Michael uh, Lumpkin if he will come and share the prayer request and lead us in prayer this morning. Mm-hmm. Michael, please come.
2: Amen. Amen. Minister Blanchard, I want to say, very, very powerful. Very powerful. Um, we we know that faith is our relying trust in God. And in this time, that's the most important thing that we should be doing, having firm, relying trust. Amen. So, first, giving honor to God, uh, I want to acknowledge my bishop, Bishop Carl Smith, uh, Pastor Adrian. Uh, God bless you. Um, I want to come before you with our prayer request today. Um, first of all, we pray for Cray who has ulcerative colitis, Um, on behalf of Mary Marzon, uh, we pray for Johnny Montgomery, who is currently in the hospital with COVID-19. She asks that we pray for his total recovery, um, agreeing with the word of God that says in 1 Peter 2.24, by his wounds, he is healed. We also pray on behalf of Wanda Adams. Uh, We pray for her sister-in-law, Donna Adams, who was diagnosed with kidney cancer. Uh, She wants us to pray that this cancer be reversed in the name of Jesus. Also, we pray for her nephew, Arthur, that God would bring a godly mentor into his life, to encourage and to teach him godly principles in Jesus' name. So first I want to say that we know that our God, he is Jehovah Rapha. He is our healer. So when we believe that God has healed, God heals. So let us pray. Father, we thank you in advance for being our healer as we come in agreement father we pray that craig donnie and donna receive their complete healing by your supernatural power total restoration in their bodies and finally lord we ask that arthur receives that godly mentor that will teach him godly principles to establish a firm foundation in you. And Father, we ask that if there be any sin in our lives, we repent right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to line up with your word because we know that your word is power. Father, we ask that you would bless each and every prayer request that each person receive their healing, total restoration. We speak against COVID-19. We know father God, that you are a God that never fails. So father, this morning, this day, Bless each and every prayer request. Bless each and every person on this call. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. And, Father, we ask that your power be made manifest in our lives as we go through day to day, Father. Every negative situation, we will make it a positive situation, Father. We will speak life, and we will not speak death. So, Father, we give you all the praise all the glory and all the honor in Jesus, precious and holy name we pray.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you, Minister Michael. And, you know, we believe that because we ask in faith, believing for these requests that praise reports shall follow. So please send in your praise reports, not just your prayer requests, but we want to hear the praise reports that God answered because it is an encouragement to someone else for their faith to rise and to believe. So thank you. So before we end, let me ask Minister Rodney if he has anything further that he would like to share with us this morning. Uh,
1: Good morning again, Elder. Uh, I just really came to... um, uplift our spirits this morning um, during these times. And I just want to reiterate to every person on the line that though you're in a battle, you will not come out on the losing side. We will be victorious. We will be victorious. We will get the victory. We will have success, and we will be overcomers. That's it, Elder. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Thank you. That was that was powerful this morning. And we thank God that you were a vessel that he used this morning. <clears throat> Bishop, do you have anything, or are you good this morning?
2: I am so good this morning. I'm just going to say Mikhail. <laughs> that blessed me. So I've been thoroughly blessed by Minister Rodney. And also, Minister Lumpkin, this morning, I pray that you all have been blessed. Have a great day. And just walk in the In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. And you do the same, Bishop. May the Lord bless you, strengthen you, encourage you, let you know that you're on the right path and that where you lead, we will follow because we trust the God that is in you this day. So I pray, I pray this morning that all of you have been encouraged by the Word of God to know that you are not the victim, but you have the victory. And realize that when we're children of the Most High God, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Don't listen to the enemy. Serve the eviction notice. Tell them to go in Jesus' mighty name. Apply the blood over your life, over your situation, over your family, over your friends, over your church. Yes, apply the blood. Because where the blood is, the enemy cannot come. The blood still speaks. The blood still has power the blood gives life don't let Jesus have died in vain don't let him don't put him back up on that cross again he died and because of it we have life everlasting so don't be afraid just like the apostle Paul said do not be afraid keep on speaking And do not be silent because that is what the enemy wants to do through all of this chaos, through all the turmoil, through everything that is going on, how the church has been shut down. You know what? Keep on speaking. Don't be silent. Speak and declare the doors of our church will be open and they will be open soon. No restrictions, no hindrances of any kind. Don't be afraid, people. Don't be afraid. Speak the word. Speak the word concerning every situation. Get the mind like Christ had. Be bold and courageous. Don't shrink back. Don't hold back. Speak conviction. Speak victory, speak life, and not death. Know that you are loved by the Father. Know that he has made a way. He has never forsaken you, nor will he ever forsake you. So, Father, bless your people. We've been blessed this morning through the word, through the prayers, Lord, for others. We've stood in the gap for them, believing, Father, For their victory. And that we're going to hear praise reports coming forth from these prayer requests. Lord, walk with us this day. Walk with us. Speak to us. And may we close out the things of this world that keep us from hearing you. For you are always speaking. You are always trying to speak to us, to encourage us, to tell us where to go, how to go. And we trust you, Father. We trust you this day. So bless your people as they go forth. They may be going to a job. They may be looking for a job. They may be with their children today. Let them be parents that bring encouragement to their children. Let them pray over their children. Leave the blood of Jesus over their children, over their minds, that the enemy will not have them, cannot have them. And we will be careful, Father, to give you the praise and the glory for everything, for you are a good God. You are a mighty God. You are a victorious God. And because of it, we walk in that blessing. And we receive it this day. So be with us now. And Father, we look forward to being together again tomorrow morning, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. I know that you'll be there waiting for us. And we will come and we will be blessed. In Jesus' name, I pray. God bless you, dear ones. Thank you for being on the call. Now, Kathy, open the line and let us worship our God together. In Jesus' name, amen.